0: Hi, I'm Victor Garber, and you're listening to The Flash Podcast.
1: Everybody and welcome back to the Flash Podcast, the first episode of 2016. This is your podcast dedicated to all things related to CW's The Flash, starring Grant Gustin as Barry Allen slash The Flash. I'm one of your hosts, Andy B, as always. And uh, this for our first episode, we're doing a little special edition as we're waiting for The Flash to come back on January 19th, 7th Central on the CW. And um, my, um, we don't have Scott Amy Lord with us this week, but we do have a. Uh, a favorite, uh, a favorite Flash podcast uh, host with us today. Uh, he is uh, a contributing writer for for the website, but he's also a writer over at CinemaBlend.com, and he's Mr. Adam Holmes. Welcome back, welcome back to the podcast, man. How you doing?
2: Doing all right, Andy. It's good to uh, good to be back.
1: Yeah, like I, you know, it was awkward not having you on for a single episode in the first half of season two. It's like, what happened?
2: Well, you know, schedule got a bit busier, but with all the flash news that came out over the break, you know how much I love to uh, take in the news, so I figured I'd uh, race over and sort of give my thoughts on everything in one fell swoop.
1: The fact that you made two puns so casually, it made me so proud, and also a little bit concerned. Um, uh, it's what I do. It's what you do. Uh, yeah, as he said, there has been a lot of news coming out, and what we're going to do now for the, you know, this week we're going to talk about... The news and stuff you know, kind of catch everyone up to what's been going on, what's coming up on the show. Uh, because there's some new characters coming to the show, some some have been cast, some are being cast, but we know they're coming. And next week we're gonna do a season season two so far episode with uh, it's gonna be Amy uh, with with a special guest. So so yeah, so we so yeah, you're, you're gonna ha- you're gonna have tons of awesome Flash podcast coverage before the show comes back the 19th. So, I I guess let's just get into it as always. What, you know, what is the first piece of news item we're going to talk about?
2: Well, there was that new promo that came out sort of teasing the I'm going to guess like the first two, three, maybe four episodes for this latter half of season 2. And you know, there's really only three words to describe it. Pretty messed up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not just because the it's the name of the trailer. It's because it is pretty messed up. And uh, we're gonna what we're gonna do is um because we always do this for the spoiler section. We're gonna play you the, the audio from that trailer, and then we're gonna come back. Barry Allen, they call him
0: the fastest man alive. He is not. Up is down. Black is white. Do not get distracted by anything you see along the way. What are we gonna see? It's a reverse flash. He's back. It's so much more fun to be bad. It's pretty messed up. Yeah, this is ground zero for pretty messed up.
1: And we're back. That was the tra- that was the audio from the trailer. Pretty messed up, which you can find on the the YouTube channel for the CW. And uh, yeah, it's a uh, killer freaking frost. Like I, we're going to Earth too, man. We're gonna, you know, the gang is gonna pack up and they're gonna head over to Earth 2, and they're gonna examine what's going on. Like, what was your biggest takeaway from the trailer?
2: I mean, it's kind of like what you just said, Earth 2. With all the Earth uh, 2 villains coming over to Earth 1, you know, the Flash's main world, I think it's about time that we have some of the members of Team Flash actually go over there to see what Jake Eric, and Zoom and Harry Wells' world is like.
1: Exactly. Because
2: it's, di- it's, it's, it's really different.
1: Yeah, now, when you've been watching the season so far, have you felt that the, the, because the it seems like the, the Earth 2 has both this futuristic but also this old feel to it. Uh, what is your take on Earth 2 when you've seen it on The Flash?
2: Yeah, it is kind of a mixing of the classic and modern. It almost feels kind of like those old movie serials from the 30s that were like showing what the future could be like. But at the same time, there are aspects of it that still feel old. You know, the fashion on Earth, too, kind of looks more like the 1950s, but at the same time, we've seen that there are certain pieces of technology or science that have advanced beyond ours, and I think that's a, oh, and of course, there was a, history has uh, happened differently there, too. I don't remember what the name of the war was called, but I remember, you know, Jake Garrick said his father fought in, like, the.
1: The War of Americas? Yeah,
2: the War of Americas. So clearly, as is the case with, you know, in science fiction with parallel worlds, certain things have happened throughout history that have branched out how culture and science have progressed there. So it's like Jake Eric said in one of the episodes, things are the same. Some of the things are the same there, but then there's also a lot that's different. And during the preview, one of the things that caught my eye was when Barry is at the Earth 2 Central City Police Department, and that what do you call the mural in the back or that piece of artwork? that shows kind of like the Justice League analog.
1: Yeah, oh, you mean the one that was kind of, uh, the one we have back on um, Earth 1, where it's kind of hinting at the Justice Society of America.
2: Well, yeah, the Earth 2 one is hinting at the, it says a free and just society, and it shows a bunch of soldiers, a few of which are wearing those helmets that, to us, you know, look like Jay Garrick's helmet, but in that world, I guess that was standard combat uh, headgear for the War of the Americas, so I just thought that was a nice touch.
1: Yeah, no, I agree, and speaking of Earth 2, we do see something quite different, we do see, because you know, something, you know, in something, you know, the West Allen West fan and me got really excited about, we do see Earth 2 Baron Iris, and uh, it's really quick, it's, you know, we don't know much what's going on, you know, are they dating, are they married, are they, you know, I they definitely seem to be close, but... He, you know, Barry's wearing glasses, and he looks—he looks like a, you know, how should I say it? Uh, um, he looks like someone that never had super speed, though. He looks—he, like you know, that that could that could have been Barry if he had never been hit by
2: lightning. He kind of reminds me of Christopher Reeve's Clark Kent, just ah. kind of like, unass- you know, he has the glasses, he's unassuming, he, uh, you would basically, like you said, you wouldn't think this is a guy that's a superhero protecting the city, and you know, on Earth Two, he isn't, as far as we know, so. That's just yeah. that's that's what I got from
1: him. And Iris is kind of you know her hairstyle is very elegant. She, I have a sense that she's either maybe like the editor-in-chief of Picture News, or she's maybe, I don't know, maybe she works at the police station as uh as a captain or something. Or captain West that has a good ring to it. Now, I think about I mean, it, be, yeah. What, what do you think Iris is up to in in this Earth?
2: You know, I'm not sure. I would say because you know the Earth. Ur- sometimes the Earth. Ur- I feel I get the feeling that. While they while these versions of them are different, they some parts of their lives have moved the same. I think she's still a reporter, except that she's maybe been with the paper longer. Maybe she knew she wanted to be a journalist earlier in life. So at this point maybe she's more experienced, maybe has a higher position at the news. If not, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe she's working at the police station as a detective or something. Um,
1: she's the editor in sheep of picture news or something. Yeah, I think. Maybe. I think that would be kind of neat because, you know, back on Earth One at least right now, there is no editor for the for picture news because well, the one they had got killed
2: both, both of them <laughs>
1: yeah, see you know like you know if you're a mayor if you're a candidate for mayor in star star city, you get killed if you're an editor of the picture news in central City, you die and um well, I guess I know what profession i would i would not go for if I was living in one of those cities um I'm just saying, but um we also see, we also see Killer Frost and uh, we see Caitlyn, you know, like I love how they kind of zap back and forth between Earth 1 and Earth 2, Caitlyn, just what was it that she said? You know, it's so good to, it's, you know, it, it is so good to be bad or something like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, she likes being evil.
1: Now, there was one here I had seen going around uh, on Twitter that the Barry that is standing, that the Barry that is standing in front of Iris could actually be our Barry, but then maybe he's, you know, like... To kind of, in order to not get you know get susp- suspicion or anything thrown at him, he might like dress up as Earth to Barry and just try to you know, just blend in and just see what this Earth is like. And that's why he's looking so surprised when he the Iris.
2: I could actually, yeah, that I could actually see that as a good possibility too, because I get the feeling that you know Barry's usual t-shirt, jeans, hoodie, you know, the normal clothes they wears. Like we said, Earth Two fashion is different. He was if he was to walk around the streets of Earth Two wearing what he usually does, he'd draw attention. So he'd want to look, you know, he he'd want to look more like he like he blends in with the crowd. Now that said, he accidentally runs into his Earth Two self. That's gonna make for an awkward situation.
1: Well, you know, I'm glad that you know if that happens, at least we don't have to worry about. Well, you can't, you know, because in time travel trips, you can't see yourself. Otherwise, you know, you're gonna get you're going to ruin the time space continuum or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this time you can you can't use that excuse because it's different earths now. It's not about I know, it's not about, it's not like you're not meeting your past or future self.
2: No, I mean it, you, they have the same names and they look the same, but they're different individuals. So they cannot they can interact with each other and not wor- worry about like destroying the universe or anything like that.
1: Now there is another big aspect of this trailer, which is the fact that Patty may be in danger because Zoom has her. He's going to be taking her from Barry. Ugh.
0: Uh, like,
2: yeah. Yeah, so... what, do you, what do
1: you think about that?
2: I mean, look. I think obviously we know she's going to make it out. I, I think. I think Patty. Well, you know, Patty's going to. D- do we?
1: Do we? Though, because it's kind of interesting how. Both the Arrow traders recently, for upcoming episodes of Arrow, are teasing something big for Felicity, and now they're teasing the same thing for Patty.
2: Yeah, well, let me, don't get me started in the Arrow stuff. As far as Patty goes, <laughs> I don't. I don't want do, do, to uh, go down that road. Adam, do
1: you? Ha- Adam, do you have like? Do you have something? Do you have you need to share with the class? You-
2: no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Um, I don't know. It's just as far as Patty goes with the big with the big role that she's been playing this season. I really doubt that they would just take her off the. Bored permanently this early in this in season two because let's be real this is still early in season two we haven't reached the halfway point now yeah he might get that though yeah but now could she be hurt by Zoom could she be traumatized by Zoom absolutely that could definitely happen so I'm just gonna wait and see what happens as far as what yeah. he has planned for her
1: I think it would be interesting if he took if he took Patty over to Earth two and it kind of threw her in the same cell cell as Jesse Quick.
2: Yeah, and then that would give Barry sort of more...
1: Yeah, like another reason to come. Patient. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, what if Jesse gets released and instead Patty gets taken or something like that? Yeah. Because the trailer, and also we, we should get into the official description, there is one big other point in the trailer we're going to talk about later in this episode. Um, but let's read the official description quickly and see what's going to be happening in the winter premiere when it comes back on the 19th.
2: Okay, so the episode is called Potential Energy, and it's, it's written by Smallville writer Brian Q. Miller. Joe and Iris get to know Wally. Now that they've grown closer, Barry considers telling Patty that he is the Flash. Meanwhile, Joe and Iris try to get to know Wally, and the team hunts down a metahuman who can slow time itself. Rob Hardy directed the episode, and, like I said earlier, written by Brian Q. Miller.
1: Who's the metahuman? Because I'm like, I'm trying to figure if there's anyone that can slow down time.
2: Yeah, no one comes to mind immediately. I know the Zoom from the comics, aka Hunter Zolomon, can. He's not a speedster. He can manipulate time to make it look like he's going fast. But as far as someone who can just slow down time, I can't think of a specific DC Comics character. But you know, the shows the shows drawn C and D listers before, so
1: yeah, it could be. It, one could, of be an, it could
2: be someone established.
1: What if it's you? What if the reason you have been on the podcast for the past few months is because you've been in Vancouver and shooting an episode of The Flash, you've been wearing a costume and goggles, and like, I don't know why I thought of goggles, I thought they would just replace the glasses, but uh, could, could you be a metahuman? No, I'm kidding, but, I know, I'm, listeners, if you know, like, you know, <coughs> hardcore DC fans, if you can think of a metahuman that like can slow down time, tweet us at The Flash podcast, we will, because we, you know, we would love to see here some suggestions. See who he could be, and um, they're talking about they're, they're gonna get to know Wally a lot more and so on. In the trailer, you know, <laughs> there's this exchange between him and Joe where he's going, "This is pretty messed up." And uh, what was it that Joe said? This is gr- well? This is much. This is pretty much ground zero for messed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I love Jesse Montgomery to death. Um, but is there anything else we want to talk about from the promo? You know, we talked about Zoom, Patty, Wally, Joe, Earth Two. Um, do you have any speculations for who we, want, we might see on Earth 2? Who, who would you want to see on Earth 2, aside from the kid we've already seen now in this footage?
2: As far as, like, Flash people go? Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah, Earth 2 Cisco would be cool. Let's see, we already have Earth 2 Wells. Um... I guess Earth 2 Cisco, that's really...
1: And Joe.
2: Yeah, Joe, because uh, I can't remember where he said this, but they hinted that he might be, like, a club singer or something he has some kind of oh my god so. yes
1: god, so. that has to happen adam i swear to god if if you make this <laughs> up and i find out i will fly down to oregon and i, I will shake you because that I, I didn't know i wanted that but i want that to happen awesome <laughs> yeah but you know because like have you had what was the the, the musical film that he did um rent Red. I saw like one of his one of the songs he sang with that, with the other group members, and oh my god, I the seasons of love. Oh my god, guys, listen to it on YouTube or Spotify because it is amazing. But yeah, I guess we you know want to see Joe and Cisco, and then
2: let know, me put it this way: if if we could open up the world to like Arrow characters, I would like to see Robert Queen, but I don't think that's going to happen. At least not in this episode. This yeah, episode.
1: yeah, exactly. And I feel like if we're going to see Robert Queen. I think that should be an episode where Steven Mel is actually in the episode g- g- yeah. and goes with Barry because. <sighs> now remember the last time he saw his dad was when he shot himself, and uh, so it, that that would be something that would be it would feel reckless by the Flash, the TV show, to not have Oliver Queen be involved with that. Yeah, um, yeah. I would love to see maybe Laurel from Earth Two see like if she you know maybe she's a meta human on Earth Two and she has Canary Cry. Um, I've always said it would be hilarious if Felicity Smoke on Earth 2 was together with Ra- R- Ronnie Raymond's uh, father. And they do it like the old school Felicity Smoke in the comic books where she was the stepmother of Firestorm. Well, I guess on this Earth, we can't say she would be the stepmother of Firestorm because we'll get to that at the end of the episode. But, uh, but, you know, but lastly, I would love to see Earth 2 versions of some of the other metahumans we've already seen on the show like Plastique or um, Gerder or, you know, maybe Earth Two versions of Captain Cold and Heat Wave, and so and where maybe there, maybe on Earth Two there are metahumans. because remember in the comic books,
2: New Fifty Two, th- yes, New,
1: new, new Fifty Two, because uh Fifty Two. I feel like I'm seeing a number everywhere where I'm going. Like Daddy, you're getting your way either way. It's not an accident. Let's
0: just it's, say it's that. not. An,
1: it's totally not an accident. But but yeah, no, it's um, these these episodes look so promising, and I'm. Excited to see see more of everything. Wally Earth Two. Uh, Joe as a singer. Adam, I swear to God, if you made this up, which I do, you saw it
2: somewhere. I'm not saying he will be. I just remember Jesse L. Martin in interviews saying maybe we'll have this Earth Two. Joe will have some sort of musical background. That's all I'm saying. You know. It, well, it I think
1: happen. that I think he may have given something away then. Yeah. But but that's gonna wrap up our trailer discussion. Let's get to the next <laughs> piece of news. Uh, flash news.
2: Yeah, well, there was uh, a few character reveals over the break. Um, TV Line reported on, let me just check the date, on December 15th that we're going to, on episode 16, doesn't have a tie yet, uh, CW's going to be guest casting the DC Comics character named Eliza Harmon, who on the Flash TV show is described as an exceptionally bright scientist with a split personality a la Jekyll and Hyde. Now, I didn't know who this was when I saw the name, so, you know, we have Google, we have search engines, so I looked her up. Apparently, Eliza Harmon was in the 52 uh, yearly comic book series from, I think, 2006, 2007, and she was part of Lex Luthor's Everyman project, and she was given the powers of super speed. So she's a speedster, like, you know, our favorite protagonist on the show, though I don't think she could tap into speed force or anything like that. She only appeared in a couple episodes. I think she was killed off. But, I mean, who knows? Maybe this TV version will have super speed or they'll give her some other kind of power.
1: And this is a character of ethnicity, right? Uh, from um, the, of the photos. Uh,
2: yes. I'm not exactly sure uh, what yeah. ethnicity she hails from. But, but it's
1: yeah. going to be a diverse speedster. And yeah. I have a feeling that maybe on this on this show, they're going to have her actually be an experiment of Zoom, actually. Maybe he gave her... No, you know what? That makes no sense, because he wants to be the fastest speedster alive, so why would yeah. he be like, I will take all the speed for myself, but I will give it to some girl"? so... I
2: feel like if they're, if they're gonna go that route with, like, someone who gains speed through some kind of experiment, I feel like that's gonna be Jesse Quick, and I don't know, because Eliza Harmon is such an obscure character that I don't know if she's gonna appear past this episode, or, you know, maybe she could become a recurring character, but at the same time, I also wonder if they're just gonna you know, adapter just enough because she has some kind of different power. Cause like the a la Jekyll and Hyde kinda of reminds me of a uh, Nikki from Heroes. Maybe like when she gets really angry then her power will emerge and that's when she's causing chaos around Central City or something.
1: And ladies and gentlemen, somehow Adam Holes made a reference to one of the most horrible characters on Heroes on the Flash podcast, I hated Nikki so much. She was
2: traits, man. There's...
1: but she, There's but they messed up her storyline so much. And then they brought in the next twin and another. One. I'm like, girl, no. Um, although I guess that is better than what we're getting right now in Heroes Reborn. Um, which is which is insane. I yeah. It, oh my god, it's so insane. Uh, but it's a, but you know it's a it's an okay, it's an okay show because you know Jack Coleman is it is everything. He's the best. So. But yeah, i no, I'll forward to see who they will cast for this character, and hopefully, you know, look, the more diverse species we can have, you know, I'm always up for that, so... Episode 16, uh, no tile yet, but they're they're currently casting for the character, or they've already cast her, but they're not going to announce until, like, later down the year, maybe, like, in two, three months from now. Because episode 16, that's almost by March or April, I guess.
2: Yeah, because th- that, that, it was that time... Around that time in the first season, I think Barry traveled back in time after Weather Wizard almost destroyed the city. So I feel like if we get an official actress announcement, it won't be until late February or March. Maybe February, I'll say February. Right.
1: Well, let's let's move on to the, the next piece of news.
2: Right. another char- another uh, character announcement, a uh, villain. Again, uh, according to comicbook.com, actor Adam Stafford, has been cast in the role of Adam Fells, a.k.a. Geomancer. He will be appearing in episodes 13 and 14 this season. And here's how he's described. He is a dangerous metahuman with the unique ability to create earthquakes. Intent on destroying the Flash, Geomancer uses his powers to unleash a string of targeted earthquakes, optimistic that he'll draw out the Flash for a mono-mono fight to see who's the most powerful metahuman in Central City. Now, in the comics, again, like Eliza... Geomancer is an obscure character. He appeared in a couple issues of Justice Society of America in the late 90s, has the same earth controlling powers. He was a member of the Injustice Society, so, you know, fought, fought the team a few times. And, you know, like Eliza, I think he died a few issues later, so.
1: Interesting. You and, and you said it was episode 13 and 14, right? Yeah. Well, no. I just re- re- noticed something. In the TV Line re- um, ar- article you were reading just two minutes ago, They were, it, M- Matt Mitovich was speaking to Greg Bellante and he said that he couldn't shed much light on the episode 13 and 14 because he said this, we haven't made them yet, but it sounds like as if the will had their hands full with... Uh, no, wait. He said this, we haven't made them yet. And Mitovich speculates that it sounded like the will had their hands full bringing to life a fair art premise. He says "This. I don't know if they will work when we do wacky stuff on that show I never know if we are able to pull it off usually the actors are the ones who sell it so it's interesting that Geomancer will show up in episode 13 and 14 and they're going to be busy these actors and so on maybe that's where we will see Earth 2 and that's where we will see Geomancer because spoiler alert if you don't want to listen to this part skip ahead 20 seconds there was a. There were a few set photos, revealing Geo Manager, who looks really good. By the way, he looks like a very good costume, but it looks like he's going up against Jake Eric. So, now it could be flashbacks to Jake Eric. It could be in the present in Earth Two, but I think we could see him on Earth Two. What do you think, Adam?
2: I think that's possible. If it is Jake Eric in the present. It's gonna be interesting how he deals with geomancer, considering he still doesn't have his speed. Uh, now, my big question is because you know sometimes they've sometimes they've announced these villains that are going to appear in two episodes, but it's only in the it's only in one episode when they're really the big threat, and then the other episode they're kind of just there. Like when remember. the Mark Martin when the Mark Martin Weather Wizard first appeared, you know, he was raining destruction on Central City. He was going to tear it all apart, and then the next episode he quickly gets captured. So. I'm just wondering if Geomancer is, you know, in episode 13, he's going to be bringing down buildings, he's going to be unleashing his Earth powers across the city, and then do you think it's going to continue in episode 14, or do you think he's just going to be quickly captured and... tossed in one of their prison cells. (laughs) That that is a good... That's
1: a good point because they did the same thing with Tony Gerder and um, they did the same thing with... uh, Yeah, like you said, with Zerder. But I think it's because they didn't want to give Like, they... They didn't want to make... You know, give it away. If they only said he's only in one episode, it might come up as, oh, he will die or he will just get away. Maybe they wanted to kind of set up as, oh, but they might have a bigger role in the second episode or something like that. But you are right. It is kind of odd that it's always, oh, we're bringing him for two episodes... He only matters in one uh, or she or whatever, but yeah, no, I guess it, you know it. I would prefer if they did not just wrap him up quickly in the second episode. Just have him be kind of like look because we can't have too many more Arrow Flash crossovers like we had in December. So if we can have a two-parter like on the Flash where he's dealing with the same meta-human that with those two weeks, I I think that would be a good thing.
2: No, yeah, definitely. I mean. As the Flash has shown, they can take obscure villains and kind of make them either look cool or be recurring players. Like the Mist, he's appeared in a couple episodes. So yeah, maybe they have bigger plans for GeoMancer down the line.
1: I always forget that when when we talk about Mist, it's that you know it's it's Zaz from Gotham, and it's like he was so better utilized on Gotham than he was on Flash because, like, all he did on the Flash was that he looked terrifying every single time the camera was on him. But on, on Gotham, he's, you know, he's actually terrifying and funny. So,
2: yeah.
1: and Gotham returns in a month on Fox. So, I'm just saying. And now you know. <laughs> and now, uh, if you didn't know already, now you know. What's, co- okay, now the next piece of thing is a biggie. Like, that's, ooh, that's a big one. Who's coming back to The Flash, Mr. Adam Holmes?
2: Yeah, so we... S- this was an okay, so before I say who it is, this was announced first and then with that promo we talked about earlier, then we saw like a brief clip of this version. Anyway, so you know, see in season two, Barry's been dealing with an evil speedster, Zoom. Zoom beat him up pretty badly, so he's got Barry's got his hands full. But guess what? There's another evil speedster coming, and it's someone we already know. Drum roll Folks, <laughs> folks Thawne, the reverse flash, is coming back. Oh man. Now, you all remember, Eobard Thawne looked like Tom Cavanaugh for most of season one because he took uh, Harrison Wilson's identity. But no, this is actor Matt Letcher. Letcher. I probably, I, I butchered I was that. saying Letcher. Matt Letcher. Letcher, okay. Matt Letcher is going to be appearing in, I believe, episode 11. And, you know, all of you remember, that's how Eobard Thawne originally looked, as Matt Letcher. And we only saw him twice, one in that in the Tricksters flashback, And then the other time was in the finale when he was being wiped from existence, which brings us to that. Eobard was wiped from existence. How is he back
1: well see here's the thing i want to bring that i want to bring up something special today because i did just before new year's i did a periscope uh, and everyone thank you if, if you were if you're a listener and you were watching a periscope and asking questions stuff like that thank you so much that was a lot of fun i will we will try we will try to do more periscopes this year because it's fun to you speculate when we're you know sometimes off season and whatnot but one of our viewers that's so odd to say because I'm not using viewers. I'm always saying, using listeners. But one of our viewers of the Periscope suggested that, that okay, because we know why Reverse Flash was deleted from, ex- deleted from existence. Wow. He was erased Correct. from existence. Um, wow. It's so, I'm still not in the new year, you guys. Eddie shot himself, meaning that Eobard could never be created. Now, we did see his body go up in that wormhole. And this viewer suggested that what if Eddie Fawn is saved on Earth 2? Meaning that Eobard Fawn can come back. Because all that we, you know, we don't need to have Eddie at a certain place or time. We just need Eddie to be alive for Eobard Fawn to exist. What do you think of that, Mr. Adam Holmes?
2: I don't know, because that's the thing. Do we know for a fact that Eddie died, or was he just... Wounded enough, gets sucked into the wormhole, and then.
1: Well, he did but, pass but... out when he when he was saying goodbye to Ira. So I assumed that he died.
2: But then that's the thing. He yeah, he had to have died because if he was just injured, then Eobard wouldn't have disappeared. So.
1: Well, well, in this case, we because Eddie died, Eobard, Eobard disappeared because Eddie died. It, like his, but you know, you never know with technology these days. You know. You know, who knows? Maybe he's resurrected in some way. Maybe you know what we hilarious. If you know when Eddie fell down from Earth, you know the wormhole, he landed in the Lazarus Pit, like just oh, right beneath him. And Rosalind was like, "Ooh." Another,
2: uh, another possibility is this could be an Eobard that is from another timeline, that somehow made his way over to the main Flash timeline, so he doesn't need Eddie to be alive in order to keep existing
1: that is possible too but i feel that's where it will get maybe a slightly it will get slightly more complicated because then you're gonna have to explain well why does he need any anymore why yeah. is he able to like now does he skip going back to the night that Nora allen died or like what how would it work i think the best thing would be and this would be a cool way to bring back eric cosnet and, and someday for maybe an episode or two is that eddie sort of lives now on earth too in some way maybe he's you know, it would not be surprising if Eddie Font is Zoom and he's under that mask and he was like, he somehow survived, but I don't think that could work either way because the flashback we saw in the early season, season 2 episodes, we saw Zoom fighting Jay when the war home was open, So that means that Zoom already existed. But I know, I feel Eddie Font is the key to how Earbud Font will be coming back.
2: Right. Well, before I forget, let me just say what executive producer Todd Helbing told uh, Entertainment Weekly about Eobard's appearance in episode 11. His impossible return to Central City puts a member of the Star Labs team in unexpected danger, forcing Barry to make a life-changing decision. So, I mean, that's that's still pretty vague, but you know, just something episode, to work off and, of. <laughs>
1: and the episode he's coming back in is called "The Flash: The Reverse Flash Returns."
2: I will say this, just kind of my closing thoughts on the subject. Um, If this is more than just a one-off appearance, if we're going to be seeing more of Eobard in season two or even another season, I hope this starts to lay the groundwork for learning about his past with Flash, a.k.a. like Barry's future self. Why does he hate Barry? How did he get his powers? All that, because Eobard started to touch on that in the season one finale, but when Barry asked, why are we enemies? Eobard goes, it doesn't matter. I now, it, it didn't matter at the time, true, but I think it would still be nice to give uh, viewers that history, sort of fill in the blanks a little bit.
1: Exactly. And, you know, as, some, as you know, you and I, we, you know, we're, we're, we're both very familiar with the comic books and how their relationship has been portrayed in the books and so on. I feel that to add something like that would kind of complete all the layers of Reverse Flash because Reverse Flash, is, yes, he's a freaking awesome evil guy. But there is so much complexity to Reverse like, And now we're talking about Evo, but specifically, there's so much complexity to him that I think Adam is right. I think we should, at some point, go into that factor and see what the relationship is like now in the future. What future? What does the future look like? And I think they're saving that for maybe season three or season four.
2: And I think it's, de- yeah, and I, I mean, I think it's definitely something to touch on because Reverse Flash is one of Flash's Biggest enemy. I mean, to me, he's Flash's greatest enemy, but he is definitely one of Flash's biggest enemies. There is so much more to do with him than just one season worth of material. You can, you can go deep, man.
1: Oh yeah, and, and I'm excited that um, that um, Matt Letcher is going to get to come back and play the role because as much as I love Tom Kavanaugh in the role, Matt Letcher looks a lot like what Reverse Flash usually looks like in the comic book. So I kind of just want to see. It's kind of awesome we get to see. Two sides of the same character, if you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think that's that, that was on purpose. I mean, like you said, he looks just like Eobard from the comics. So, I mean, if you have more opportunities to use him, go for it.
1: Yeah. Now, let's talk about this biggie that is coming up on the 19th. Because this goes beyond the Flash. This goes also to the DC Extended Universe. So... DC movies value you wanna you wanna listen to this. Uh, what is happening on the nineteenth, madam?
2: Like you said, it, this is just opening up. This is just opening up the entire DC world past the Flash. So, okay, after the Flash air returns from its winter hiatus on the nineteenth, from nine to ten, are, they're going. The CW is going to be airing two DC specials, both half hour long. The first one is titled "DC's Legends of Tomorrow: Their Time Is Now." That special is going to feature interviews with executive producers Andrew Kreisberg, Greg Berlanti, Mark Guggenheim, Phil Klemmer, Wendy Miracle, as well as the, cl- the cast of the series. Basically, just sort of giving viewers an idea of what Legends of Tomorrow is going to bring. So yeah, that's but, that's cool enough on its own.
1: Yeah, exactly. But the next know, anyway, Legends of Tomorrow will premiere on the 21st of January at eight on the CW. And if you want an awesome podcast for that, you're going to subscribe to Legends of Tomorrow podcast. Follow him at legends underscore Podcast on Twitter and follow him on Facebook at Tomorrow Podcast. And subscribe on iTunes, of course. So, shameless plug. Okay. Adam, what is happening at 9.30, though?
2: Well, we're moving away from television and going to the big screen. Second special that's going to air is called DC Films Presents Dawn of the Justice League. This is going to be hosted by Kevin Smith and Jeff Johns. And it's going to feature interviews with Batman v Superman director Zack Snyder... Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins and Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill, so we're going to see some behind the scenes stuff concerning those movies. I imagine Batman v Superman is going to give a little bit more since it's only three months away. Wonder Woman just started filming, we might see a few like shots of the actors working the cameras, but maybe
1: a teaser trailer. Maybe like you know how you know the, um, the the classic Dark Knight trailer they did a couple of years ago when it was just a logo and some pieces of yeah. dialogue.
2: It could be something like that. Could be, yeah. Just you, you don't, you don't need footage for it. You can just sort of make a special thing. But yeah, there will definitely be a sneak peek for Wonder Woman. But at the, I believe it's at the end of the special. But sometime during that special, there is going to be a new trailer for Suicide Squad. Oh yes, baby. Which we need because we're excited for su- we're so excited for Suicide yeah. Squad. Suicide Squad's looking good, and it's been I believe let's see, oh, it's been about five or six months since we since we saw that Comic Con first look, which technically wasn't even supposed to be yeah. released to the public, but that, <laughs> you know you know how leaking leaking stuff goes.
1: Oh, I haven't noticed. Um, no, everything everything is elite these days, and it's you know it's yeah. sad, but it's also exciting for us. that you know, for example, because I couldn't be at Hall Age that day because I was doing press junkets at Comic Con for Aeroflot and so on. So yeah, the second trade will come out that night. That will be very exciting to see, and I'm sure the people at DC Movies Podcast will have a blast talking about that. And I'm so glad that they're using the CW now as kind of like how Shield, I mean, how ABC was has been used as a platform to promote special Marvel specials.
2: Um, and trailers too. I mean,
1: exactly. Well, they try, but uh, with Age of Ultron, right,
2: like they're still using like Jimmy Kimmel-like air, like Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain America: Civil War. Basically, like you're saying, they're using the network to their advantage. Yeah,
1: and I think that I think that's the professional thing to do, and to use something like CW, I think that's going to pull in a lot of ra- uh, viewers and ratings. That's awesome, but it's also kind of a good way to you know to gather the DC TV and DC movies fans, to something, to something, something, to, something shared and all that. And the fact that Je- Kevin Smith. You know, I love Kevin Smith. You know he he will get to host it with Jeff Johns. That will be so, that will be lots of fun. And yes, we're going to be covering that on uh, on the Flash podcast. Or we might do it as a DCT podcast special or something like that. But yeah, I'm looking forward to those those. It's a packed night on the 19th because we have the Captain America special on ABC. We have the Flash coming back. Then we have Agent Carter coming back. Which, by the way, Agent Carter fans out there, if you want an awesome podcast for Agent Carter, you should check out my co-host Scott. Amy and Lauren's podcast, Pickard Podcast, on the Assembly of Geeks network, and it's gonna come. They ha, you just had a big interview with Haley Owl, the star of Adrian Carter herself, and uh, yeah, so make sure sh- to check that out. And uh, and then we're also gonna have those two specials for DC. And I'm, it's a it, it, and also Eye Zombie for those who likes Eye Zombie. No wait, I, no, there's no iZombie Zombie because we're airing those two specials. Never mind, Andy's stupid. So it's gonna be a packed DC Marvel night, basically.
2: Yeah, I mean. Whether you're a Marvel or DC fan or both, you're, you're going to have something to watch that night.
1: Yeah, exactly. So set your DVRs and uh, have, have, a, have, a ton, have a blast with it. Now, Adam, there's one final big piece of news that came out just yesterday before we were going to record. What is happening later this season? Who is coming back?
2: Well, folks, you all remember that last season, Ronnie Raymond was an important recurring character because he was one half of Firestorm with Martin Stein. But his time in Season 2 was short-lived, because in the Season 2 premiere, he uh, he sacrificed himself to save the city. Now, at this point, we're all assuming he's dead. But, I believe it was last month, Robbie Mel hinted he would be back on the show, and yesterday, it was confirmed that we will see Ronnie Raymond again. Just not our Ronnie. Uh, it was announced yesterday that we will be seeing the Earth 2 Ronnie Raymond... Uh, later this season, except much like how Kate, it, Caitlin Snow is the Earth 2 Caitlin Snow is Killer Frost, i.e. villain, this Ronnie Raymond is also a villain, and he's not going by Firestorm. He is going by the name Deathstorm. And here's what executive producer Andrew Kreisberg said to Entertainment Weekly. We are beyond excited to have Robbie back on The Flash. You can't keep a good Firestorm down, only this time he's back with a twist, a deadly Earth 2 version of our beloved Ronnie in the form of Deathstorm,
1: and all, they also revealed that uh, on Earth Two, Kaylin Snow and Ronan Raymond are still a couple. So we're gonna see our first, I believe, our first villain couple with Killer Frost and Deathstorm.
2: They're a uh, they're a metahuman, Bonnie and Clyde. They're just they're just causing trouble all over.
1: I can only imagine how much fun Robbie Amell and Daniel pa- Daniel Panamaker will have, how much fun they're gonna have with this because. That sounds like a lot of fun. And, and, and you know, I love those two together. So I'm even though we may not see um, Snowstorm anymore on Earth-1, we're going to see Storm and Kilo Frost together. And it's, you know... I, and the thing is, I don't know if it's going to be in the same episode as those two episodes when they're going to go to Earth-2, uh, or if it's just one episode, because... The thing was on Sunday night. Uh, a set photo was revealed or was leaked of Ron of Robbie Amell as Death Storm, And spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear what he looks like, it's not it's not too different. He's wearing a, a black leather jacket. Like he's it's a very dark costume. It's just simple leather, and then uh, the splicer is it just has a different color now. But it could be pre post effect and so on. So he's not gonna look too much different, I guess, but. We never know. But before we Adam and I go on with our thoughts of Deathstorm, we're gonna bring in a special guest because he knows all things about Firestorm. Our good friend Shag from Firestormfan.com. Uh, he and I did a little special yesterday. We recorded a little something for for this episode. So we're gonna we're gonna put in that audio here right now, and we're gonna be back in about 20 minutes or something. And um, we're gonna finish our discussion and then wrap it up. So let's take it to me and Shag from Firestormfan.com. And guys, now I'm gonna bring in Shag Matthews from Firestormfan.com. Shag, it's been a while. Welcome back to the Flash Podcast. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me back on, Andy. Yeah,
1: no, it's we missed you, Flash, Flashstorm baby. #Flashstorm is back. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, for our, for our first episode of 2016. We're you know we're bringing in the big guns. So we're gonna you know it's been it's been a long season so far, and you know we just had a little announcement the other day that um, you know. Jack, your character is invading the Flash in more ways than we expected from the inception <laughs> of the show. And um, Robbie Mel is coming back, and he's going to be playing Ronnie Raymond of Earth Two, but yep. on Earth Two he's going to be kind of deadly. He's going to be Deathstorm, and since you you know you're you know I've heard rumors that you're. An expert on all things Firestorm, I thought it would be good to bring you in for this. I'm just being sarcastic. He's the ex. He is one hundred percent the expert of Firestorm because he knows everything about <laughs> the the atomic, uh, the atomic man, and um, and you can and you will be able to watch Firestorm and his atomic friends on the CW. Like you know, what was the thing you called Little Tomorrow and uh, Shag?
0: Uh, Firestorm and his atomic friends. You're correct.
1: Yes, uh, and it now the atomic part is it. Like A dot T dot, like you know, like, <laughs> like 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 initials and so on.
0: No, it's it's straightforward. It's honestly it's more of a parody of Spider-Man and his amazing friends.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Well, yes. that w- that works too. So, uh, five to Atomic Friends on Thursday nights at eight seven zero on the CW. But this thing known as Death Storm. Now, this but, is a...
0: before we even get a Deathstorm, I just gotta say, oh, two thousand sixteen yeah. is the year of Firestorm. I mean, let's face it. We've got, you know. We've got Jax and Professor Stein as Firestorm on Legends of Tomorrow. We've got Robbie Mell coming back as Deathstorm. We've got Firestorm's number one arch enemy, Killer Frost, showing up on The Flash. Oh, yeah. Then you jump over to the comics world. The original writer, Jerry Conway, is back writing Firestorm comics in 2016. And what time? In, uh, Legends of Tomorrow is the name of the anthology series. Yeah. You've got a new action figure coming out. Um, oh gosh, I'm forgetting other things. There's it just seems to be wave after wave after wave of firestorm things hitting in 2016. It's um, it's his year, man.
1: Yeah, no, but look, you know, fire, you know, firestorm is a big deal. You know, he is a Justice League member and all that, and it's time that he's getting his glory. So, hey, you know what? They might announce even who might, you know, who knows? Maybe firestorm will be in the movies in the DC extended uni- universe <sighs> movies. Like, That'd be awesome. yeah, um. No, that, that would be interesting to see, you know, especially because you know, even, even though the effects on the Flash and the Smart are really, really impressive, they're basically movie quality. I would love to see him in a two-hour movie setting and so on, and how they would, although I guess they would, kind of strip away the costume again for some reason.
0: Well, you never know. My now, of course, my first instinct is to say that would never happen. Uh, that Firestorm would appear in a film. However, as you and I have learned, Andy, every <laughs> single time we make a prediction on Firestorm, we're completely wrong. And this yeah. is one I would be thrilled to be wrong about.
1: Yeah, we, you know, we were wrong about that they would bring in Firestorm at all when we first talked about Caden Snow. Then they brought in Ronnie Raymond Rayman. <laughs> then we were like, are they going to bring Victor? I uh, mean, Martin Stein? No, there's no way. They cast Victor Garber, the amazing Victor Garber as Martin Stein. Then we talk about, do you think they will, like, merge and so on? No, they're not going to merge. Do you think he's going to get a costume? No. One and a half years later, oh, he's getting a costume on a different show. Which kind of... I got so jealous because I'm like, I want to talk about that suit on my show, but now the Legends of Tomorrow people, uh, the Legends of Tomorrow podcast people, they get to talk about it, and I don't. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm jealous. So yeah, we've been wrong about literally every single thing about Firestorm. Hey, even back in the fall when there was that episode when Barnstein started to glow blue, and I messaged Jack. I'm like, is that Death Stringer handing it? And we were like, and we, b- we both came to the conclusion, no, he's just no. feeling sick. Right. And then, five months <laughs> later... There we go. <laughs> yeah, and it all started with uh, a set photo that was um, taken. Uh, we can talk about it now, because they've announced that he's going to come back on the show. And on the set, it doesn't give away anything. It's just him in a... Him
0: being Robbie Amell.
1: But well, you make it sound like it's a bad thing, though. But it's like oh, no, no. A, you
0: said you said him. You weren't saying who. So I'm helping. Oh, right. oh, oh to keep up. that's a that's a good point.
1: Uh, he's in uh, Robbie Mel is in a very dark leather costume, and his um, what's the mechanic? What's the mechanical thing called that they put on the, him? The uh, splicer. The splicer. It's it has a yellow color this time, I believe. So it know, I, didn't look, I didn't
0: look all that close at Let me see here. I've got I've got the picture up um it might be the same it's it the picture's so fuzzy yeah and the lighting that could just be a a bad shot bad coloring but it does look yellow versus red doesn't it that could be the quantum splicer or a new modified version because now robbie Mel did post a picture on instagram a while back of the quantum splicer and he said hello old friend and that was like the tease that something was coming
1: yeah, and uh, and now we know it's going to be Deathstorm, and we don't know what episode it's going to be in, but the detail we we have, and we will, you know, Adam and I will already probably talk about it at this point, but the original report revealed that Killer Frost and Deathstorm of Earth 2 are going to be a couple, so... That, Evil
0: power couple.
1: Oh my god, I am so excited for Robbie Mel and Daniel Pan, because I, look, I love them as the sweet, as the sweet heroes, but... Now, I can only imagine how much fun they're going to have with this. that's uh, <laughs> the,
0: the, the benefer of Earth 2. Ben Affleck uh, and Jennifer. Uh, the, the There it is, Bradgelina. Brad- I couldn't come Brad, up with it. They're the yeah. Bragilina of, of Earth 2, the power yeah. couple. See,
1: see, even there's even shipping in real life. Uh, <laughs> uh, Flashdreaming as well. But l- let's talk about this thing known as Deathstroke because maybe a lot of people may not know ...who Deathstorm is. So, um, there's two versions of Deathstorm. Yep, in the comic books. In the comic books, yes. And we don't know how they're going to do it on this show... ...because all Ed Christmere said was that... ...Earth 2 Ronnie is evil. But they, they didn't reveal if he's... ...merged with someone else. Is he just... fire? you know, Deathstorm is on his own... We we will have to wait and see. But until then, let's just get a little one-on-one on on who Deathstorm is in the comic books, because he's a very recent character,
0: right? Correct, yes. He only came about around, this is off the top of my head, about 2008. It was in the storyline called Blackest Night, which was a a big event miniseries from DC Comics, where it was a Green Lantern-themed, and there was a new lantern color introduced, which was black, which had to do with death. And a lot of characters were being resurrected from death and became essentially zombies in the DC universe, but zombie superheroes. And the zombie version of Firestorm was Deathstorm. And he looked amazing. The drawings by... He was designed by Ethan Van Skyver, who's an an astonishing artist anyway. The The designs are gorgeous. It was a solid black and white... Black, white, and silver is kind of what it was. Costume basically similar to firestorms but based black with silver trimming and then the flames his face was a skull and the flames were like a whitish blue so he looked well he looked similar to firestorm he looked different enough to just just totally take your breath away he looked fantastic now the look is where and i'm going to start showing a little bias here by the way i'm sorry i'm going to be upfront, andy I'm not a big fan of the first incarnation of Deathstorm. Not because of his look. His look was awesome. Not because of the concept. The concept was neat, but because of how they executed the character. Okay. He, uh, when Jeff Johns created him, he was specifically designed to be a 1990s style villain. Like, remember, however, you may have heard in the 1990s comics, everything was extreme. Well, he was supposed to be an extreme kind of bad guy, a bad guy who loved being a bad guy. So he used words like boss and um, bitchin and things – I forget my language – and things like that. He's very 90s, ridiculous, over-the-top talk. And he would like reach in and rip people's hearts out. I mean it was really over-the-top gore and it was supposed to be representative of what comic book stereotypical bad guys were in the 90s.
1: Was it quite graphic? Uh, like yes, in it the was way-
0: extremely graphic. Oh, wow. Um, he literally ripped ripped someone's heart out, and you watched him happen, and things like that, and turned a girlfriend to salt, and, and murdered her, and just terrible things like that. Um, so I wasn't a fan of the, of the whole stereotypical '90s aspect of it. Again, loved the look, liked the idea. So uh, I should get back into what the character was about, though. I'm sorry, I got a little sidetracked. it's
1: It's also good to get some opinions of like of someone who has read the, that particular incarnation, kind of like get. And you know a feeling for you know how he's done yeah. but of course you know we you know we definitely want to encourage everyone who you know if they want to read it for themselves and so on that they should totally do that because you know they you know it might be their cup of tea, for example.
0: Well, they they should read Blackest Night anyway. Blackest Night was an incredibly powerful story. It was really well done. It's 80 issue miniseries makes a great trade paperback. You can find a number of places. Really good read. It wasn't all about Deathstorm. He was just a small component. So the gist of it is, Deathstorm is a zombie firestorm. And just like how Firestorm merges, you know, Ronnie and and Professor merge, in this case, Deathstorm actually merges with Jason Rush, who's part of the Firestorm construct at that point, and actually merges with Jason against his will. He drags Jason into the body and then uses Jason's scientific knowledge to do things like murder Jason's girlfriend, um, do all kinds of terrible things. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's pretty pretty dark. It's really, really dark. And then um, that storyline finishes. They go from Blackest Night into Brightest Day. Deathstorm stays around. And he, he we don't really understand completely what he is, other than he's essentially a, a, an entity of death. And he continues to cause problems for Firestorm. Um, he's involved in Professor Stein's death at one point and tries to kill Jason's dad. A number of different things happen. In the end, he is defeated. At that point, though, the DC universe started over. Uh, DC Comics did the whole Flashpoint storyline and then the New 52. At that point, the old Deathstorm was just basically wiped away into the old continuity. And he hasn't been seen since. Then they introduced a new version of Deathstorm, which is, as you mentioned, there's been two different incarnations. The yep. new Deathstorm does look slightly different. His costume is more of a black and dark red. He, it is more similar to Firestorm's costume, like where on Firestorm, where it's yellow... Uh, you you get uh, black and where it's... Well, I'm sorry, I might have those, but yeah. Where it's yellow, you get black, and where it's uh, red, you get dark red yeah. on this Firestorm. And he has the Skull Face again. But gone are the blue flames. They're more traditional yellow and red flames. And he is from Earth-3, which is a parallel world where basically the Justice League is evil on that parallel world. They're called the Crime Syndicate. Instead yeah. of Superman, you have Ultraman, instead of Wonder Woman, you have Superwoman, and you have basically evil counterparts of all your major Justice League characters. And in the Deathstorm version, the Deathstorm is composed of Dr. Martin Stein, who controls the body, and a dead corpse. He actually fused with a dead corpse to create the Deathstorm entity, and he's in, in that persona, he's very much like a mad scientist, he he wants to experiment on people. He does horrific experiments. He also uh, plays a lot of psychological games. He likes to really mess with people's heads. And uh, you can the best place to find him is going to be in the Forever Evil trade paperback again oh, yeah. by Jeff Johns. And um, he's he's an interesting character. I think he's a little more uh, for me personally personality wise. I, I think I like that version better. I think the first version looks cooler. But I think the second version is a little bit more of a I don't I hate to say like a
1: modernized version because it's not of the it doesn't have anything of the because when I read Forever yeah. Evil, I was like holy like, I, because I was I first of all I, I completely forgot like, when you did the Firestorm episode with us back in season zero, I completely forgot about Devstone. So like when I read Forever Evil, I got oh my god, I was not I could not re- understand how I didn't remember Depstone was in this. And mm-hmm. I remember he was incredibly sinister so I'm like yes. so when I heard when you t- told me about now that you told me about that whole 99s feeling type of Deathstroke I'm like okay yeah I think that's a, it's a safe bet that we won't see that type of version on the show otherwise I I feel like Jeff Johns would take a, big, a step because I feel like he, he made a he took what he learned from writing Deathstroke the first time and now you know improved upon it because he
0: wrote Forever Evil as well yeah you're probably quite right Um, Now, my guess, if if we're moving on to speculation for the show, I don't think we'll really see either version. Let's let's break it down into visuals versus personalities. Visuals, you know, I don't know if they're going to replace Robbie Amell's face with a skull when he flames on. It might look a little too Ghost Rider-ish for them to, to risk that. And also, Robbie Amell's kind of a famous star. Why would you obscure his face? You, know, you make all this effort of bringing him back. I don't know that you'd want to get rid of that. They and might then, flash
1: like really quickly. Like, maybe there's at one point where it's like they might do it really quickly. You're just like he, he, his. Fl- it will sound like a very. It will be a very odd term, but his f- face flashes.
0: No, I understand know? what you mean. Yeah, like a almost like a symbolic sort of, you know, the flames look like a skull for a second. That'd be cool. I I hope they stick, since his costume is what it looks to be black and silverish, I hope they stick with the blue flames. I think the blue flames would look great. I think it would make a nice contrast to the other Firestorm. We've seen it
1: on the show so we know it will look good.
0: Oh yeah, the the special effect will be great. I'm just saying, yeah, and we've seen the blue, you're right. So I just think that would be a cool look for the Deathstorm character to immediately distinguish him between Firestorm and Deathstorm. I think that'd be a nice look, especially since he's a villain. So, as far as personality-wise goes, and if you look at the the way they're going to have to structure that episode, you're going to have to explain why Barry Allen's involved with these Earth-2 characters, whether Barry's on Earth-2 or on Earth-1, whatever. You've got to deal with Killer Frost. You've got to deal with Deathstorm. There's a lot going on in that episode. I don't imagine they'll have a lot of time to dig deep into uh, Deathstorm's motivations, other than he's evil. I'm kind of envisioning... You know, the, again, the evil power couple. Without really going into it, just show how evil they are, rather than why they're evil or what they're composed of and all that. I, I could be wrong. I'm always wrong. So
1: well, <laughs> now, now I, normally, I would say don't be too hard on yourself. But the thing is, because we have been damn wrong about every part <laughs> of my life, so I'm like, we kind of have to be hard on ourselves. But I think that what they might do, because I, I feel that if we're based on that trailer that came out. I'm suppose I'm assuming it's t- it's the trailer for episode ten, eleven, and possibly twelve. Don't quote on me. Don't quote me on it because I- once again, Andy have no inside sources at all. I'm just speculating, and mm-hmm. I definitely know it's episode ten and eleven because spoiler alert, Reverse Flash is coming back in episode eleven, called well, the Flash, you know, the Reverse Flash returns. So. Mm-hmm. I think what's going to be happening is that they're going to be maybe doing multiple traveling travels to Earth-2, or there's going to be a two-parter or a three-parter where they're actually on Earth-2 dealing with, you know, with Deathstorm and Kilothrond, and they might get some time to explain how these are working, because, as Amy has speculated before on the show, we think that Kilothrond on Earth-2 will somehow replace Caitlin Stone on Earth-1 at some point. Um, and, and that's you know that's not to say that we oh we don't like the character, but it's like, imagine it how painful that would be, if for Barry and for Team Flash if they lost their Caitlyn and on the hands of another Caitlyn. So, that, but you know, but I think they're gonna establish, hopefully, Deathstorm and Kilofast really well together and so on. Because and also especially for Deathstorm because. Are we meant to believe that at this point that Ronnie Raymond from Earth-1 is really dead if they're not bringing him like – if, if Robbie Amell is now returning as a different Ronnie?
0: I mean, th- that door is always open. I mean, that's the beauty of comic book f- fiction is, is that anybody can come back from the dead. And in this case, mm-hmm. you know they have specifically stated this is the Earth-2 Robbie uh, Ronnie Raymond. So this is not our Earth-1 Ronnie Raymond living on Earth-2, which is what I thought it might be at first. I thought he might have like moved to Earth 2 and was just being a hero there. But now that we know more details, we know that it is, in fact, the Earth 2 version. So the Earth 1 version could always come back, certainly. I don't think we'll see it this season. I don't think we're, they're going to... Again, I'm wrong about everything. But I doubt they would give us two versions of Robbie Amell in the same season.
1: Yeah, they might. <sighs> see, that, that whole thing is so tricky because... Do you bring him back now at this point? Because, you know, do you want to mess with the Jax and Stein dynamic? Which, you know, like...
0: No, you don't. Uh,
1: want honestly, him. like... Look, I, I don't hate Ronnie Raymond. But Jax was so Im- much more impressive on me in his first episode. He was more fun. Ronnie yeah. was... I, don't, I I don't want to like disrespect the character of Ronnie. Because I know he's the OG Firestorm, but... I don't know. Jax was just a... More like he seems to enjoy the powers a lot more.
0: I'll I'll put it to you this way, Um, and this is not a dig because it's just the observation of a Firestorm fan. Not not negative, but Jax, as we saw him, was more what Ronnie Raymond is like in the comics—a regular blue-collar guy who's having fun with the powers.
1: And he was a jock.
0: Yep, and, and whereas the Ronnie Raymond we saw in the TV series. Even though he carried the name and sort of the look and some of the characteristics as far as being a good person, he really was a different character. He was more of a regular guy. We didn't get into a lot of his depth and a lot of his personality. He was just kind of a nice guy who happened to be an engineer, which is not what Ronnie Raymond was. So... I'm like you. I'm I'm on board with Jax as Firestorm. I think it's a great idea. I'm looking forward to seeing more of it. I can't wait. I love the scene where uh, in the trailer for Legends tomorrow. Sorry, I hope I'm allowed to mention that show. No, of here. course you are. <laughs> where, <laughs> Jax, it's the same
1: it's the same universe.
0: I know. Where Jax and Professor Stein sort of give each other a high five or whatever. Like they say they're or whatever it is. They like say they're like being part of a team. I love that little shot right there. I'm on board with Jax. And if the only way we can get Robbie Mel back is a Deathstorm, that's a pretty clever way to do it. It that is. way, that way, they don't step on the toes of the development of the Jack's Firestorm, and uh, and yet we still get to see Robbie once in a while. I think I think it's a nice uh, best of both worlds.
1: Yeah, and well, literally, it is the best of both worlds. Oh yeah, so, yeah, pun, yeah. pun
0: intended. I guess
1: I can imagine now that you know someone may draw, Alex Ross draws a Firestorm of Two Worlds comic oh, cover, uh, you, you, you would happened. you would die. Says the man who's been wrong about well. everything well. so <laughs> far.
0: In 20 years, Alex Ross has only drawn Firestorm once.
1: Yeah, I know. know. You know the
0: whole deal with that, right?
1: Am I going to be disappointed or am I going to be happy why he did it?
0: No, it's just interesting. Uh, Alex Ross, for him, the Justice League was all about being heroic and the light and the triumphant and all that. And in the 1970s, DC Comics took a bit of a turn for the dark, uh, darker when Iris died. Um, spoilers. Sorry, folks. Iris died but, in the comics.
1: Yeah, it's. <laughs> but yeah, it was, o- it was only like twenty years ago, or something. You know, right. Iris is Maybe fine thirty.
0: <laughs> but when Iris died, he, Alex Ross, feels like his JLA ended at that point, because DC took a, all of DC started to take a darker turn, so he only draws the Justice League as they existed before Iris's death, and Firestorm joined the Justice League not too long after Iris's death. So when he draws the Justice League, he doesn't draw Firestorm.
1: Now who was it by the way who killed Iris, by the way?
0: Who killed Iris? Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh I r wasn't it Reverse Flash, I would think.
1: I'm trying to remember because I know she died at some point.
0: She died at a she died at a party, she was dressed as Batgirl, it was a costume party. I'm pretty sure it was Oh, gosh, I should know these things. So should, Wait a minute, you I, run a Flash podcast! Yeah, exactly. know this.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I should know. Uh,
0: I own the comic, um, but I haven't read it. In...
1: Yeah, I, I should look it up. Um, no, but I... Um... Yeah, no, but I agree, because I feel that at this point, because, you know, Caitlin of Earth-1, I feel she has, you know, she's really been able to move on now, and I think it's, you know, let's not put her through that again, like, you know, bring him back, then kill Dov, then bring him back, and kill Dov. But, you know, she is with Jay now, which I think is pretty nice. Uh, have you been liking that little little relationship between those two?
0: Yeah, I, at first I wasn't sure if I liked the Jay guy or not, um, because I love... The character Jay Garrick is really special to me. The, the JSA, actually, is one, like... My love for JSA, the Justice Society of America, knows no knows no bounds. Um, I love them wholeheartedly. Jones. What's that?
1: Was it by and uh, the, the JSA run by Jeff Johns?
0: Uh, well, my love goes for the team, but the Jeff Johns era, the, at least the first series he did, was exceptional. Um, the second series. Was still good, but his first take at it, the the first like eighty issue series or whatever, was just absolutely exceptional. And Jay Garrick's one of my personal favorites. I've I've loved that character since the early eighties. And uh, I was a little nervous at first when I saw the guy. I'm like, I don't know. But after seeing him in action a few episodes, I'm I'm digging it. So, I I think I'd prefer to see him not be a second stringer because I mean he really can't come in and steal Barry's thunder. It's it's not the right thing to do. It's Barry's show. But I would love to see like a separate episode that's just about Jay, where Jay can be just totally boss and be a winner, and that would be great. And that would be just that would make me so happy. By the way, just look that up. Yes, Iris was killed by Professor Zoom, who is the Reverse Flash. Okay, uh, in the comments.
1: yeah, in Roger Dead. Well, hopefully, she we got won- better. Yeah, well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, we won't see that on this show because I, 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 I don't know if I could go on hosting a podcast. You know, having seen you know this Iris was having been killed by. I so, saw you, know, you know I love myself some Iris, you know I love her. Oh yeah, and uh, and I don't want I, I don't want to see anything ha- bad happen to Cates Patton on screen. So um,
0: no, but well, as we, but going keep by- in mind, uh, death on the Flash show is not necessarily permanent, Professor Wells. So
1: <laughs> that's true. Uh, but going back to you know it's a, I think it's what you're saying that it's good that if this is Robbie Mell's new role on 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 Flash as Deathstorm, I feel that yes. He won't step on anyone's toe, and at the same time, he gets to play something differently. And uh, yep. maybe, maybe a little bit more, maybe something with more layers. And also, once again, he's going to be together with Killer Frost. That is a really, really fun thing that I'm looking forward to see. And you know, I guess we need to come up with a new name for those two. I guess... Killer death st-
0: Frost? Killer de- Death?
1: <laughs> killer ki- mm, killer, st- killer Storm? Frost Storm?
0: Well, you can't do that because then it's just firestorm. It's got to be the death side of it. Death frost. Death frost. Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> but I bet it's a thing on Tumblr already.
1: <laughs> death, death killer. No, wait, that's too much. Yes. Um,
0: Death Killer, Kill, the, the, Death Frost. The, it's going to have to
1: be Death Frost. The struggle is real. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, first world problems.
1: So now let's see. If we think about, it, you know, to kind of wrap up this, they've introduced Plastic, Multiplex, um, Kelofrost, uh, Felicity Smoke, and Firestorm. Jax, Jason, Rush, and um, Tokamak. Is there anything else they haven't introduced yet from the from the Firestorm mythology?
0: There's a few actually. Um, my my, my matchhead friends and I have been debating who would be next for them to to tap. Now, don't forget Sand Demon.
1: Sand uh, Demon. That's, that Sand that, that D- that's was one n- of them. That's nine. Yep.
0: By the way, Jacks, you do know that uh, Jefferson Jackson's an old Firestorm character, right? Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. You, you, we were raving, okay. about, you and I were raving about it on uh, in Facebook chat and so on. Oh, that's and, right. Okay. And uh, I was almost almost hoping that, that on this show he would have been Ronnie Raymond's best friend, like in the comics, like you know. Right, I, you know, it would have
0: been cool if they've been football buddies or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah, or like because they were like roommates for a while, weren't they?
0: Um. They may have been in college. I just uh, my memory because I haven't reread those particular later issues in a while. They were just best buddies in high school on the basketball and football team. Oh, uh, okay. Once they got to college, I'd have to check. I don't recall.
1: Yeah, but at least you know they kind of passed on the torch in a good way. Yeah. But
0: uh, but yeah. No, so, but wh- who's up next? Do you think from the okay. Firestone mythology? Because you know they're going to well, use one more. I guess they could bring in Doreen Day, who was Ronnie's longtime girlfriend. Uh, they could bring in Cliff Carmichael who was a human foil for Ronnie in high school. He was basically, um, you know how Peter Parker had Flash Thompson that always gave him a hard time? Mm -hmm. Cliff Carmichael was that version to Ronnie. Uh, But Cliff Carmichael did eventually go on to have powers, mental powers. So he would be an interesting foil to bring in as an antagonist, someone that Jax just doesn't get along with. uh, Maybe has has struggled with for years and gets mental powers. But uh, if you go towards the traditional Firestorm rogues, the ones that are missing are Black Bison, which is a Native American sort of shaman character. Um, they they might be avoiding that just for fear of offending certain people, but it, it could be done very tastefully, I think. I think it would be a great character to introduce. The Hyena w- is a very physical sort of were hyena creature, sort of like a werewolf, but it's a were hyena. The only downside to that is they've really sort of monopolized the animal character with Gorilla Grot already. Mm-hmm. So if they were to introduce Hyena who is a very much classic firestorm foe, it might seem a little too much like Gorilla Grodd. And then the other one would be uh, Typhoon, who is a living waterspout basically. You know, it has the power of this, has the power of a, a tornado and a a, water, a, and a huge water storm at the same time. Very cool villain. Again, the only downside there is there might be a little too similarity with Weather Wizard. Whereas Weather Wizard controls the weather, this guy is physically is the weather. Well, I don't I guess that would be a dangerous team up then. Yeah, I mean that's the other thing they could team up, hyena and gorilla Grot, or they could team up weather wizard and typhoon. I, I I think typhoon would be great. It'd be an amazing visual cuz his his body becomes the bottom of the tornado. So I'm,
1: um I'm trying to remember who who was it a cat wanted to see on I'm um, the is Firehawk a good the right name I'm thinking Firehawk
0: okay see there you go there's one that other people tell me is going to happen and I keep telling them no it's not but you know what I'm wrong about everything <laughs> yes. Firehawk Hawk. is uh, essentially Firestorm's female partner like you know how uh, Superman has Supergirl and Batman has Batgirl well there, there's there's always been a popularity of mainstream DC characters getting female or male counterparts Uh, whatever sex it is they get an opposite number and so Firestorm got one in the form of Firehawk she was a woman who uh, had been flirting with Firestorm for a while she gained nuclear powers and she, sort of similar to him she's on fire, she flies except she's got flaming wings and has more fire based powers, Uh, actually kind of like Firestorm in the the show really whereas Firestorm would transmute stuff in the comics she would use flames and stuff she'd be great if they introduced her does she merge with anyone else? Nope. She's okay. just a girl who transforms into flames. Pretty badass. And, and she's hot. Well, that's the point of Green Cold Fire.
1: Ha 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 because she's so hot. I, because she's on Because she's on fire. She's exactly. girl on fire. No, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna pull my Alicia keys here. Um <laughs>
0: Uh, if hey, you wanna, we thank you all for that.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm a horrible singer, but uh, but Shagno, thank you so much for stopping by. And like you know, we, um, I always love ha- you know like you see this is this is what I'm so glad Deathstorm is happening because you know even though I know you like, I know you said <laughs> when we were talking.
0: I don't think that sentence has ever been uttered in the history of the world. I'm so glad Deathstorm is happening. Yeah, no, no just, the, that sentence has never been mis- stated. The
1: before. only reason I'm saying I'm glad it's happening is because that meant I could have you on the show. so because you know it's. It, yeah, at some point I'm hoping that you will be on the show to host a full episode with us, like talking about like what. Look, the episode could have nothing to do with firestorm, but like that would be you know all good for me either way because I you know I just want to <laughs> have you host a show with us. But it's always nice to have you come by and talk, tell us about Death's you know, firestorm or you know Storm in this case. Is so, and you're always welcome on the show. So, um, but until next time, we have you. Uh, where can people find you on the internet and like? What is (laughs) FirestormFan.com?
0: Well, thank you for that. FirestormFan.com is uh, my website, which has all the information you want about Firestorm, whether it be the latest news or old reviews of issues or just fun picks, whatever I feel like posting at the time. Uh, you can also find me on the Fire and Water podcast, which is a podcast dedicated to Aquaman and Firestorm. We also cover a number of other topics, like who's who in the DC Universe. We cover role-playing games. Uh, we're going to start covering the Justice League International era pretty soon. We cover a wide variety of stuff on the Fire and Water podcast. So, Those are probably the two best places to find me. You can also find me on social medias under Firestorm Fan, like Facebook, Twitter, places like that.
1: Yeah, it's um, they a... Take- yeah, I love the Firewater Party. I love when you, you know when you guys are uh, talking about like, for example, the DC stuff that is going on with the movies and uh, the TV shows. I my, some, one of my favorite episodes is when you guys are talking about Supergirl, uh, mm. and when your daughter uh, your daughter was on the show and she yes. gave some of the best reactions ever. So <laughs> make sure to check that out on iTunes. And are you guys on Stitcher Radio?
0: Yes, we're on Stitcher as well. Okay, awesome!
1: Thank you so much, Shag, and we're gonna take it back to me and Adam. Thank you so much, Shag, and you like, guys. You know where you can find Firestormfan.com and on social media under Firestormfan for all things related to superhero known as Firestorm. So, Adam, let's discuss you and I now before we wrap up this episode. Um, what are your thoughts about this? Like, are you were you a fan of Deathstorm when he was around in the Friday's Day, Blackest Night storyline, or in the In Forever Evil?
2: Well, the funny thing was. Um... It's been a couple years since I've read Blackest Day, Bryce Night. So at first, I only remembered the New Fifty Two Deathstorm, who is Martin Stein from Earth Three, and you know, like most characters from Earth Three, he was evil. But you know, after I brushed up a bit, yeah, I uh, I think it was int- I think it was interesting because for those of you who don't know, in Blackest Day, uh, Blackest Night, Brightest Day, um, Deathstorm was the Black Lantern Ronnie Raymond, i.e., you know, basically an intelligent zombie with a power ring, and. At first, it was just Ronnie's corpse that was uh, the Black Lantern. But even after Ronnie was legitimately resurrected by the White Lantern, Deathstorm continued to operate as an as an independent entity. He was still causing trouble. Now, now, as far as just Ronnie on the show goes, I think it will be interesting to see Robbie Mel play evil for the first time because you know he's a good guy. He, his Earth One self is a good guy. That's what we're used to. That said, I do. it is extremely unlikely that we will see him as a Black Lantern. I think this is just another one of those cases where they're taking the name of a character, but they're just sort of molding it to fit what they have planned. And, you know, how else... What better way to distinguish yourself as someone who's evil than putting death in your name?
1: (laughs) Exactly. Um, Yeah, and what did you think of the Fear Evil version? Did you like him?
2: He was all right, because I remember of the crime syndicate that appeared during Forever Evil, he was the only character that didn't really have a Justice League analog because Firestorm wasn't really involved with those events. He was brutal, let me just say that. And uh, I'm not going to, for those of you who haven't read the story, I'm not going to spoil what happens to him, but let's just say he definitely gets what's coming to him. But I think it would be interesting if they maybe incorporated some of his Earth-3 Deathstorm powers into Ronnie. So it's going past just, like, Transmutation. Actually, you know what? Now that I think about, it, we haven't even seen Ronnie's Firestorm use transmutation yet. So. Yeah, no, that's
1: something Shag has always brought up. That it's that I think he's more of um, Human Torch on the show than he is Firestorm. You know, but. Still, Firestorm is so much cooler either Bring way. Bring
2: in the transmutation. That, that's what I'm
1: asking for. They they might do on Luthor tomorrow, though. I think they yeah, might yeah. be saving for that Firestorm. And as I said with Shag, I'm, I'm I'm kind of glad, even though it would be nice to kind of get some resolution to Ronnie uh, of Earth One. I do like that Robbie O'Malley gets to come back as this instead because I he doesn't step on the foot on the, on the toes of the new Firestorm that we have because I love Jax a lot. He's very fun and he seems to have. A fun time with um, with Martin Stein, so you know, I don't want that to be broken or anything. Um, also, what, what could be interesting because if I understood what Shag said correctly, um, Earth Free Deathstorm took you know he the, the the combination was between Martin Stein and a dead corpse or something, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, it's been a while since I've read
1: that. That's, I, that's how I understood it, at least. But what if they did it like this? What if Ronnie's body from Earth 1 fa- falls down from the wormhole and Deathstorm finds him and absorbs it with him that basically bo Ronnies is in one entity?
2: That would be pretty messed yeah, up. It, it's a possibility. Um, I, per- Personally, I'm just hoping, you know, it's a simple or evil Earth 2 version, but that is definitely a possibility. Now, I don't think he's going to be appearing at all on The Flash anytime soon, but it would be cool. If, like you said, what if Martin Stein was Earth 3 Deathstorm on the TV show, too, and then he absorbs Ronnie? Ronnie becomes the new body. I, I didn't think that one out, but yeah.
1: Um, I guess we'll go see man. what happens. Um, I don't know. There is one, um, I, and I will bring this up. It's a. There's one little piece of. Flash news trivia, I guess, because we haven't really gotten that much more context on that. But if you're a fan of Arrow and you're a fan of John Diggle, played by the amazing David Ramsey, he posted a very interesting Instagram photo yesterday uh, with this uh, with this caption. Made a visit to the Flash writers room can only mean one thing. Hashtag Arrow and the Flash. Now, are we getting another Arrow Flash crossover? probably not because you know I think it's it's a lot to bring back to get all those actors but that doesn't mean that one actor or two could show up on an episode like you know how Laurel and Quentin did last season so is John Dill coming to, to the flash for an episode hopefully it seems that it could be that way so and I guess that's all we can say about it because we don't know anything else we don't have any confirmation of Zone, but I know. I would say just stay tuned in the next few weeks because they might announce something. Hey, even the TCAs are happening this week. Uh, for those who don't who doesn't know it, Tele- Television Critics Association is where all the networks come together and they kind of give you know a lot of. You're, you're going to see a lot of reporters be tweeting about hashtag TCA16 in the two in the next two weeks. And and remember, the Flash was renewed for second season on January 11th last year. So, and guess what? At the time of recording, it's it's January 5th. So. Could a season three announcement be coming? Maybe, maybe not. In way, I, I think it's. I think it's a safe bet that we're gonna get a season three, of course. So, I don't. know. It would be fun if something came this weekend, and of course, we don't get to talk about it because that's the world in podcasting. We do. We cover all the news that ha- happens between one week and another, and the day we then re- we at after we, we wrap up a recording, something will get announced, and we will be like, okay, we will have to wait till next week to talk about it.
2: Yeah, but I mean at least this week we had like several weeks of news to catch oh, up yeah, on. Oh so yeah, exactly. It's...
1: Exactly. <laughs> that's true. Um but good yeah. Roundup. It's a it's a, it is a good roundup. And uh but I guess that's going to wrap up our episode then. We um uh, I think that's all the news that has come out. Uh, we talked about the, the casting of uh, Iris's new editor picture news in the um, in the last episode we did, so yeah, hopefully by now you should be caught up with all the latest news about the Flash uh, in uh, in season two B, um, if you want to call it that. I you know, I I kind of like to call each half of certain seasons, you know, A and B and so on. But uh, but yeah, but that's gonna wrap up our episode, and um, yeah, we, I, I hope you had a blast listening to us ramble and speculate and so on. Who knows? Maybe maybe we're wrong with all of our predictions. Maybe it will be the complete opposite thing, but. At least now you're caught up. So so Adam, first of all, where can people find you on the interwebs?
2: People can find my writing on cinemabun.com. I cover a lot of geek news in movies and television. <clears throat> uh, I just came out with a Suicide Squad list this morning of cool moments from the Suicide Squad comics we'd like to see in the movie adapted. Uh, I'll just tease one of them right now. Uh, Batman arguing with Amanda Waller because we all love to see that. Mm-hmm. So give that a read when, uh, if you want. And then, as far as social media goes, people can find me on Twitter at Mr. Adam Holmes. That's where I post all of my articles. Um, that's where I talk about all my geek interests, whether it's Marvel, DC, Doctor Who, Star Wars. Let's goes on. I'm not going to bore you with that. But yeah, so that's where you can find me on social media.
1: Awesome. And also, can, uh, if you wouldn't mind, where can people find this podcast at on the interwebs and so on?
2: Right, well, I mean, all the usual uh, social media spots, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Vine, and Periscope, all under the Flash podcast. We do stuff there. Uh, Subscribe to us on iTunes, and please, leave a review for us. That's how we know. We we love to hear your feedback. That's how we can help make the show better. All that jazz. We're also on Stitcher Radio and the Mix Mix Network at Wednesdays at 6 p.m., uh, of course, we're part of DC TV Podcasts. You should all check out those other shows. They're doing great work over there. Uh, we're part of the Flash Fans Google Plus Circle run by Hank of TV Fanatic. And of course, if you have any questions for us, if you want to tell us one of your theories about where the show's going, you can email us at, theflashpo- at Podcast at gmail.com.
1: Exactly. And if you want to find my things that I'm doing on internet, you can follow me at Twitter, um, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Andy, that's B-E-H-B-A-K-H-T. Uh I'm a writer for TV Overmind as well as Hero Hollywood. Uh, you can find it on TVOvermind.com and Uh On TV Overmind, TV Overmind, I cover tons of comic book shows like Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Gotham, Legends of Tomorrow, Shield, Agent Carter, and I do tons of movie and TV news for Hero Hollywood. Um, at Hollywood.com And you can also check out my Marvel website, the which I run with um, podcast, a uh, Flash podcast uh, uh, favorites, um, e- e Lauren and Amy and Scott. Adam also works for the MarvelPort. We're doing tons of coverage of the Marvel Universe, both on TV and the big screen, and video games and comics and animation and so much more. So check it out on the MarvelPort.com. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all under the Marvel part. And that's going to wrap up our episode for this week. Next week, we'll be doing a Season 2 So Far episode. We're going to talk about how we feel about Season 2 so far and our predictions, our assessment of the first nine episodes. And then the following week, we're going to talk about the winter premiere of The Flash called Potential Energy, where who knows what's going to happen. It seems like we're in for a we're in for a heavily packed second half of the Flash Season Two. So so Adam, thank you as always for for joining us and hopefully we will see you more this season. Don't be a stranger. Um hope and hopefully there will be some more fun character profiles that because you've been kicking ass with those on the Flash Podcast website. So well, thanks, If if we want to know more about Jesse Quick, Patty Spivet, Wally West and so on, FlashPodcast.com, that's where you, you know, get all the news, episodes for the Flash Podcast, as well as Awesome editorials uh, about the Flash. So, thank you everyone so much for listening. Here's for, 26, here, here's for 2016. Now, lots of fun. So, for all of uh, for all of my team members here on the Flash Podcast, I'm Andy B, and we'll see you next week on the Flash Podcast. <laughs>